G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson, and welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 on Vision weekdays from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. As you may be aware, United Christian Broadcasters in Australia has adopted a small Christian radio outfit in Papua New Guinea. As one of our nearest neighbours, PNG has been a huge mission field for Australian churches over many decades. Now, having seen the impact of the Vision Radio Network spreading out across Australia, there are plans afoot to help boost the Christian broadcasting opportunities across the country of PNG, starting in Weewak on the north coast of Papua New Guinea. It's a fledgling outfit facing a lot of challenges, but it's not without its supporters, including one of the directors of NBC, the Papua New Guinea National Broadcaster. Anna Klaway heads up the provincial NBC broadcast headquarters and has offered support for the UCB radio station called Life FM. Anna's with us today. Welcome to 2020. Yes, I'm privileged to be here. Thank you very much. Anna, I've got to say, this is your very first time outside of PNG, your first trip abroad and your first time in Australia. How are you finding the difference in the culture? Well, uh, this is my first time, yes, definitely. It's my first time to travel to Australia and uh, abroad as well because, uh, well, looking at the uh, culture and uh, I think it's a lot different to my culture in Papua New Guinea. Uh, but the new thing to me is the, the 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 climate. It's very cold in here in Australia. <laughs> yeah. And I should say that here we are in southeast Queensland, and by <laughs> some of the standards that uh, some of our listeners will be uh, judging, uh, what cold is somewhat different to what we're experiencing right now. But but you're noticing it's different because you're used to sort of. Uh, uh, high 30s, mid 30s and very right. humid conditions. That's right. That's very true. We have this uh, just rain and then sun. We don't experience this, uh, you know, winter or whatever because we have this. We're in the tropics, so I'm not used to this. Maybe it's uh, not that cold to some of you people here, but to me it's uh, cold. Anna, let's talk about your role when it comes to the UCB outfit in Wewak on the north side there of Papua New Guinea because technically you're not a part of what the uh, UCB is doing there because you are uh, the uh, the director of one of the provincial radio stations, NBC. Tell us what NBC does and what connection you have to Life FM. Okay, NBC is the National Broadcasting Corporation of Papua New Guinea and uh, we have uh, 19 uh, provincial networks across the nation. Uh, our uh, main uh, the national broadcaster, the head office is in Port Mosby and the 1990 networks are based all across Papua New Guinea. So I'm in charge of one of the provincial stations there in Isipik. And uh, we're solely responsible, NBC, we're responsible for the dissemination of news uh, content uh, 
uh, informing people of what's happening around the nation as well, uh, the world. Uh, this is our main uh, role and responsibility as the national broadcaster of Papua New Guinea, solely uh, uh, reporting to the government of PNG. How I come to know uh, UCB Australia, UCB International, UCB PNG, it was in 2012, 2012 when um, uh, the current CEO for UCB Australia, Ian and uh, Phil, Phil is now the chairperson for UCB PNG. Uh, they went to Papua New Guinea, and uh, I was in the local church. That's the church that I always go to every Sunday for fellowship, mm-hmm. and that's the Assemblies of God Church. I fellowship with Assemblies of God Church. And uh, Ian was asked to preach at our church that Sunday. And I was told by the station manager for Life FM, which was that uh, they want to, to meet with me as well. So I was present at that time. So that's how I come to, yeah, I came to know uh, Ian and Phil. And well, Phil was uh, talking to me about uh, the the. Life FM, and I said, hey, well, um, because I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, but I gave my heart to God in 2011, not that uh, far, and I was so very interested in, you know, seeing the Word of God being disseminated through radio, because in Papua New Guinea, a lot of our people depend entirely on radio to get information, not so much on uh, newspaper or television but on radio as a, as a medium whereby they get the information. So when I was with NBC, I made it possible for a lot of pastors in different churches to come and use the radio to preach the word of God. And when, my, when I gave my heart to God, I see that radio plays a very important role. You know, we can do more, but NBC, we are not allowed to do that. You know, only... Um, maybe I'd say 20% airtime is given to the Word of God. Uh, the other 80% is just uh, all information. It's not so much on spiritual uh, talks and programs. Well, I must say, it truly is just an amazing blessing to UCB in Papua New Guinea that someone of your calibre, as one of the leaders in radio in Papua New Guinea, is able to be a a help and a, a training point for what's happening with UCB in Papua New Guinea. Really, your coming along and being available is just great timing because there's a few challenges that we're facing with Life FM in PNG. The challenges are, well, um, I did some training for the staff there. They were all, what they told me was they were all raw materials. They don't know how to talk on the microphone, not even a skill on radio. Uh, so I have to conduct some training for them, and that's from my heart. And I didn't charge anything, like some fees, or so UCB should uh, pay some fees for the training. No, I did it uh, free of charge for them, because it is from my heart that I need to train them, because I want this network to to succeed in some years. That's how important radio, because I've been in the system working with radio and I see how powerful the message can reach uh, our people out there in, in terms of uh, changing lives of people and 
you know, the word of God, because within a split of second, that message reached a thousand of people, just within a split of a second. That's how powerful radio is, I'd say that. And interestingly, while NBC has some Christian content in there, uh, you're very excited about the prospect of having uh, Life FM, the UCB outfit there in WeWAC. You're very excited about it becoming a fully-fledged broadcaster, one that's able to stand on its own two feet with well-trained presenters, able to present the gospel because it does have just such a powerful uh, way of reaching out into very remote places. Now I'm seeing with uh, UCB Life FM in Papua New Guinea is, uh, most of the volunteers working there they are youths, youths from the streets, and they are not, They don't have any source of income to support them, but they, with their heart, I know they are serving uh, UCB PNG, and uh, it's a very challenging job for them, as I can see. Like uh, the difference is for NBC, I have all this, uh, all my uh, offices reporting under me. I have eleven offices. They are all on payroll, and this is very good. Like, uh, if I want to tell them what to do, they should do it because they are on the payroll. Otherwise, they'll be penalized for them uh, for that if they don't uh, do what um, I ask them to do. But for UCB Life FM, it's a voluntary uh, type of job, I think. And uh, for the staff there, volunteers, it's very challenging for them. Like, um, well, most of the time, they turn into to attend to their shift, otherwise they don't. But uh, what will the station manager do? He can't do anything because uh, they're volunteers and they come at their own time. If only we can have uh, four or three um, staff, you know, on uh, in the network and they are on the payroll or something, then, like, if the training that I'm going to conduct for them and if I want them to implement what I have trained them, it will be okay. I know they can do it, but now I see that uh, maybe it's a waste of time if I'm going to run a training for them because whether they're going to fully implement the training or not to make uh, Life FM work for all our listeners in Papua New Guinea. Well, you've outlined that there are challenges that Life FM in Papua New Guinea is facing. Uh, the fact that it's functioning on primarily volunteer staff and the need for paid staff which brings that level of discipline, which means that when you bring uh, good sound training, there's a platform on which you can build as a foundation. So there are challenges that are ahead of us. And I know that there'll be people listening to our conversation uh, who are interested in seeing this uh, UCB outfit at Life FM in WeWAC in Papua New Guinea uh, taking extra steps uh, to become well-established and to be an influence on that whole nation. Uh, Anna Clarway, who is one of the provincial radio station directors, the NBC uh, radio station, she's a director there, uh, based in WeWAC and has been a tremendous support uh, to what's going on with the Life FM outfit in PNG. Anna, stay with us because I'd like to talk to you about the real needs in the community. Uh, young people who are really in need of guidance. And as you mentioned, radio being a, such a wonderful and powerful way uh, to communicate values and uh, communicate all sorts of different things to young people. Stay with us. We'll come back and talk some more shortly. We're back talking about a sister station relationship the United Christian Broadcasters in Australia has with a small Christian radio outfit in Papua New Guinea. 
There are plans afoot to help boost the Christian broadcasting opportunities across PNG, starting in Wewak on the north coast of Papua New Guinea. Anna Klawe heads up the provincial NBC broadcast headquarters and has offered support for the UCB radio station called Life FM. Anna's in Australia for her first visit abroad. Anna, when we think of PNG, the villages are very remote, but remote there is not the same as remote here in Australia. Some places are almost impossible to access. What is it to be remote in your country? Like I'd say... uh Papua New Guinea is not uh, like now I'm to Australia. It's 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 very different. We have all these. Uh, it's very difficult. Like we have most of our people living in very remote areas, and the access to road is very difficult. Uh, most of the time, like if we want to travel to remote areas, the road conditions are not good. And we have feeder roads, main highways, but the road conditions are deteriorating, which is very bad. And uh, most of the people, you know, in very remote areas, they go by little planes, especially uh, SIL, a new tribe mission. Uh, They are providing that service to the people of Papua New Guinea. And uh, also we have uh, these little airstrips, just uh, airstrips that uh, these little planes can land on especially up in Ambonzi, well, in Ambonzi area, we have the mighty Sipic River, and it's very difficult to get there. They use the boats and uh, water canoes to travel up the river. It's very difficult, and the only um, access that we can, you know, be able to communicate with the people out there is through radio, and uh, now that uh, diesel uh, a group of companies are putting up their towers everywhere, it's it makes communication a little bit easier for our rural people. But it's very, very difficult, not like Australia, I'd say that. In years gone by, uh, when missionaries arrived with this wonderful and powerful message of the gospel that transforms lives, they would have had to fight their way through jungles. As you say, they would have had to... uh, uh, to negotiate rivers in canoes, uh, and really the idea of getting into some places is virtually an impossibility because of the mountainous terrain. But radio has just that wonderful ability to carry this message of the gospel uh, without having to do all the hard work of uh, negotiating jungles and rivers. Correct, Neil. Um, now I see that radio is very, very important. Uh, since I joined NBC and uh, looking back, a lot of people depend on radio as the only um, medium in terms of getting information uh, to know what's happening in their towns, in the city of Port Mosby or abroad. So radio now plays a very, very important role in the lives of all the rural communities of our people in Papua New Guinea. So they rely on radio most of the time to get information uh, news on what's happening and all this. Um, but uh, because of the mountains and, you know, it's uh, like FM. Now we're on FM. Uh, most of the people miss out because of the mountain. Because FM is a line of sight transmission. So where there is mountains, uh, on the other side, the people cannot uh, get the, the, the signal or the airwaves. So shortwave was very useful for the past years. And I know it's still useful today because most of pe- uh, most of our listeners in the remote areas are still inquiring about shortwave, shortwave. 
So they really need shortwave uh, radio. Um, FM, it's line of sight, and most of them, they don't uh, access uh, FM. The beauty is, of course, most people have some sort of access to a radio because that's what the modern communication method is in Papua New Guinea. Now, when you've got issues with young people and uh, with young families, I know that there are people in government positions who are desperately concerned uh, that, uh, that, that criminal activity doesn't uh, rise, that young people are directed in a, a good pathway. Uh, that's really one of the blessings and one of the benefits of, of Christian radio is yes. that does bring those values into people's lives. Correct, Neil. Um, now I can see that, uh, like now we have USB PNG in ECPIC. I think it makes a lot of uh, difference in the lives of all our youths. Because most of them, they want to listen to the radio. Music is their life. But now that we have UCB, it plays a very important role because it changed a lot of lives, uh, UCB PNG, um, from feedbacks that we have been receiving. I mean, I'm part of UCB. So from feedbacks that we've been uh, receiving from most of the listeners tuning in, I think uh, UCB Life FM is covering most of the parts in UCB province where NBC is not covering. And uh, the reception for UCB Life FM, it goes as far as uh, places like Medang, that's our neighboring province, even uh, some parts of violence, and as well Sundown, West Epic. So this is very good. And uh, lots of uh, youths call into the studio uh, every night. I always tune in every night. And they call the studio and, you know, just pass their uh, greetings or send some... uh, think of their loved ones so they like uh, listening to UCB Life FM because it uh, it helps them a lot in their spiritual development you know when the government is trying its best to cut down on law and order issues and problems arising in our province and I think across all provinces in Papua New Guinea this radio plays a very very important role and for ECP for UCB Life FM it's a bonus uh, for UCP provincial government, they are, they are fully supportive of UCB Life FM and I think they've funded uh, UCB Life FM, at least some provincial grants to keep the station going. And this is very good. And I know that um, some years down the line, we can move further out to other provinces in the country. And I know we will get a lot of support from our government because this uh, uh, station plays a very, very important role, especially in our youths in helping them in their spiritual development. Anna, in Papua New Guinea, there are a lot of churches that are well-established with their mission outreaches and touching uh, lives throughout the nation. Uh, What is the spirituality of PNG like, uh, where the church has not yet reached, uh, where people are uh, still locked into uh, their own uh, ancestral spirituality? Is is that the way you'd describe it? Uh, what is the religious uh, environment in Papua New Guinea like without the gospel? Um, what will I say? Like uh, in Papua New Guinea, um, traditional beliefs, it's still strong in most areas, in most remote areas, remote areas, uh, not so much in uh, areas that are close to towns that are, that have already been developed. They are okay with the traditional beliefs, but uh, for remote areas, yes. Uh, but uh, one of the things is that uh, 
radio plays a very important role, and in terms of that, we must develop very good programs with the radio. So when we have some good programs to educate our people, that's very, very important for them. And uh, like for the Christian radio, some very good programs can help to, you know, cut down these uh, beliefs on, you know, these things that still the holding, holding back how people with their beliefs of the past, ancestral beliefs and all this. So uh, if we can develop some good programs, I believe that this will help a lot in that. And it will bring uh, Christianity to most of our rural areas, our people, and it is true radio. It is true radio only because it is very, very difficult to reach our people out there using newspaper or television or any other it's very difficult, just through radio. And Anna, when this message of the gospel reaches into those remote communities and uh, there is that traditional spirituality that's there, what difference does it make when this message of Jesus comes into a village where someone says, uh, you know, I want to change, I want to be a believer in Jesus? It's not necessarily trampling over uh, those traditional uh, elements of their indigenous society, but uh, but it's bringing a new freedom, a new liberty, a new understanding that this is the God of heaven and earth, that Jesus comes to set you free and to bring salvation even into remote villages. Definitely. Like now uh, what I'm seeing is that uh, when, uh, like we have one uh, pastor who has been preaching on uh, every morning with Life FM in Papua New Guinea, and uh, Every time we receive some good uh, feedbacks from most people in the rural areas, they, they, they gave their hearts to God through this preaching every day. Every morning they have to wake up at around 6 in the morning just to listen to this radio program. And most of them gave their hearts to God through this program. And uh, this is very, very good. Like uh, uh, It is slowly this uh, traditional uh, beliefs and all these ancestral beliefs are fading out from our people and they're accepting our Lord Jesus into their life, which is, which is very, very good. Well, we'll be excited to hear good news of things that are happening at Life FM in Wewak on the north side of Papua New Guinea. Uh, Anna Klawe is our guest. She is a director of NBC, which is the national broadcasting uh, network uh, in uh, PNG, and uh, she's very much a strong supporter of what's happening with Life FM uh, to the point where she's saying she's really a part of what Life FM is doing. And Anna, really appreciate your uh, sharing your heart and to hear about these things, and uh, we'll be looking forward to hearing good news about the future of Life FM. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil, and I'm looking forward to talking to you maybe sometimes in the future about UCB Life FM in Papua New Guinea. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.